A full half hour of entertainment with all the Amos and Andy characters, plus Bud Gluskin and his orchestra, and those famous Delta Rhythm Boys. It's 11 a.m. in the Stevens' home, and the kingfish has just finished breakfast. Suggesting it will be another thing, because his wife, Sapphire, is showing him the monthly bill. Well, now, wait a minute, Sapphire, dear. The way to do this is to put all the unpaid bills in one pile right here, then put the paid bills in another pile. I already done that, and we got only one pile. (laughs) You know, honey, in all of the 22 years of our married life, I ain't never seen so many unpaid bills. Now, look at it. Look at this one right here. What is this? Music, $5 for organist. That's the man to play for our wedding. <laughs> He's still living, huh? Now, here's something important. This is a bill from the electric company. It says, last and final bill. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I thought they was going to keep on sending them things forever. <laughs> George, we got to think of something to pay these bills. These utilities must be paid. Uh, honey, uh, I just ain't got the money. Uh, how about selling our automobile? You ain't going to sell that car, bar on it, or nothing else. All right, all That's right. the only pleasure I got, and I ain't going to give that up. Well, now, don't worry, honey. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll take care of the utilities. I'll go down and see Henry Van Porter and borrow some money on one of my insurance policies. How much do you think you can raise? Well, uh, I think I can get enough to take care of all the long past due bills. Oh, that'll be a wonderful feeling, George. Yes, and then we can start with a clean slate to March the 1st. Ha, ha, ha. 1942. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Kingfish. Come in. Well, hello there, Henry. Come down to see you about some business. Business, eh? Well... You'll have to excuse the look to my office, Kingfish. My secretary stepped out for lunch, and she ain't back yet. Yeah, when did you step out? She stepped out, uh... My word, she's been gone a year. <laughs> uh, well, now, look, Henry, me and Sapphire are in bad shape on our monthly bills. Our budget done buckled up on us and everything else. And I was here to try to borrow some money on one of my insurance policies. Yes, well, let me get your policy out the file. I look in the D's. Why are you looking in the D's? Delinquent. Oh, yeah. Ah, here we is, right here on top. Listed under the very deed. Oh, yeah, very deed. Say, I'm sorry, old chap, but your policies have been barred up to the hilt. Well, now, wait a minute, sir. I must have something there. How about my burial policy? No, Kingfish, that burial policy has gone also lapsed up for non-payment of premium. You don't know it, Kingfish, but the only way that you can get buried is to die in an open grave. <laughs> Yeah, well, now, about that accident policy I've got, I've been paying on that for years, and I ain't had but one accident they ever paid off on. Well, that's just the point. They paid you off on one accident already. And this type of policy, you was allowed only two accidents, and the second one must be fatal. Uh, Henry, you mean to say that my insurance ain't got no value no more? Well, Kingfish, in common everyday parlance, I'm telling you that you can't get no money on your insurance. That's definitely, huh? Indeed it is. In fact, my friend, if you were to die today, your wife would owe us $46.20. Uh, Henry, I just put some money to pay some important bills. The utilities is over at my house now, cutting wires. They're snipping right and left over there, you know it? Well, uh, why don't you go to work selling insurance, Kingfish? 
Look here, we got a hospital insurance plan that's very easy to sell. Yeah, I know about that plan. And it's very profitable because we don't have to pay many claims. It's profitable, huh? Yeah. Wait a minute, there's my chance. Uh, why sell this hospital insurance for you? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start my own company and keep the money for myself. <laughs> Come on in. Well, hello there, Brother Ender. How you feel? Oh, I feel very well. Yeah, glad to hear it. Of course, a thing like that can't last, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, I got some good news for you, Ender. Me and several rich uh, multimillionaires is then started the Stevens Hospitalization Insurance Company. It's a mutual company, too. What do you mean, mutual? Well, if you get sick, you are sorry that you got to go to the hospital. And if you go there, my company got to pay the bills or to feel a mutual, you see what I mean? There we go. Well, uh, what, is the, what is the deal on the thing? Well, Andy, if uh, you have one of our policies, especially the ironclad one, which is only a dollar extra, and uh, you get sick, you receive free hospital service and medical care. Yeah, but like I told you, Kingfish, I never get sick. Oh, listen, Andy, with all the germs and microbes and bacteria that's flying around in the air, you can't catch something you ain't trying. <laughs> Wait a minute, Sheriff. Why must I try to get sick? Why? Because with the free medicine we give you, you can't afford to stay well. Yeah, and besides that, our policy also includes operations. Oh, sure enough. Oh, yeah. And you know they cost. They, 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 you know what they cost, don't you? What? Well, a doctor nowadays won't stick a knife in you for less than $50. Uh, just look at what it cost Amos in the hospital when he had that kidney stone operation. Them kidney stones are bad, you know. Yeah, well, I don't like being sick. And uh, don't talk like a fool. In addition to everything else you get in the hospital, they got good food there. Yeah, but if I was in the hospital, I don't know if I'm going to want no food. Oh, listen, Andy, if you want to sleep at supper time, a nurse comes in, don't even wake you up. She feeds you while you're sleeping. Wait a minute. How'd she do that? Why, they got a scientific way of doing it. Yeah, they feed you what they call intragenously. <laughs> They just sticks a hypochondriac needle in your arm. <laughs> yeah, the needle is full of vitamins, calories, Purex, Pyrex, and all that stuff. Well, that sounds all right, but suppose my girl drops over and I want her to stay for supper. Well, in that case, the nurse brings two needles. Oh, they jab everybody over there. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, the whole setup is great, and Oh, I tell you, this hospitalization plan is the greatest thing since Madame Curie... Discover the radio, you know. <laughs> but listen, I don't think I need a kingfish. I am feeling good, and I ain't going to have no accidents. Anna, does you realize that uh, the statistics show that uh, in this country, one man has action every three minutes? Well, then sell the thing to that man. He really needs it. <laughs> listen, I look better than I ever did. Yeah, you say you look better. That's a fine thing. Say you look better. Certainly you look better on the outside, but on the inside is what counts there. No, no, Kingfish. I don't want none of your insurance. Okay, Anna. Sometime when one of your friends, though, is laying in a nice, comfortable hospital with a broken leg or a fractured skull, and you are sitting home in that stuffy old room of yours, don't blame me. <laughs> Listen, Kingfish, there ain't nothing wrong with me. You might find a lot of other people that feels bad and is down in the dump. But not me, son. I is happy. As I look around me, all I see is blue skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies do I see. Bluebirds singing a song. Nothing but bluebirds all day long. I never. 
for the sun shining so bright. Never thought things going so right. Notice in the days hurrying by when you're in love, my heart they fly. Blue days, all of them gone. Nothing but blue skies from comes right off of the shirt, you see there, sewed on the collar. Uh, yeah, you really got some holes in that underwear there, ain't you? That's kind of a lacy design, isn't it? Uh, you want me to take that off, too? No, you know, you try to fight your way out of that thing. I wouldn't... Oh, you, you never find the right armhole in that thing. I don't know. 
Now, I'll tell you what you do. Lift up that lazy shirt there and let me get a clean smack at your stomach there for this exit. Yeah, okay. But tell me this. I can't understand how you're going to take a picture of me on the inside. It's dark in there. Well, just before I snap it, I want you to open your mouth and let a little light in there. I know what I do. Yeah, well, go ahead. Shoot it. All right. Be right against the door there now. All ready? Smile. Okay. There we are. That was perfect. Uh, now, Brother Andy, you get dressed while I open the closet door here and goes in the x-ray room and develops the film. Well, that was all right. Well, yes, we turned out beautiful, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it turned out fine. Here it is. Here Already? It is. Yeah, when a stomach's in bad shape, they come out pretty fast, all right? <laughs> uh, how do it look? Well, now, let me hold it up to the light here. Let me see here. Yeah, let, let me look at it, too. Wait a minute. Hey, what is this long thing there running straight up and down right in the middle of the back? Let me see there. Hmm. You been eating any bananas lately? <laughs> you look like a banana stalk in there to me. Bananas? Oh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I know what that is. Uh, that's your spinal column. Oh, well, it looked like it's broken. Look at the cracks in it there. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad spinal column, all right. I advise you to see a columnist right away. Right? <laughs> What else you see in the picture? Well, there's a hold it up here, and notice you've got a floating kidney here. I have, huh? Yeah, there it goes swaying again. Look at that, moving around. <laughs> uh, really uh, hold that thing still. One of us is floating here. Sorry <laughs> yeah, to see about your liver there, too. Instead of being on the right side, it's on the other side. <laughs> Andy, you got a left-handed stomach. You know that? <laughs> hey, look here. What is that thing right there? Uh, that's the upper glottis. Yeah, what's this thing down here? That's the lower glottis. Yeah, oh, there. Uh, hey, look, look here, look here, Kingface. Look, look down there at the bottom of the picture. There, looks like a belt buckle. Looks like it got initial on the thing too. GS. And that ain't no belt buckle. That happens to be part of your anatomy. Yeah. What is that GS on there? Stands for gallstones. You got it. <laughs> So right on the belt buckle there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I thought you knowed when you got those things. Well, not always. Tell me this. Do you eat a lot of mashed potatoes? Oh, yeah, I eat a lot of them. Well, that's the reason you don't know about gallstones. The mashed potatoes keep them from rattling, you see. <laughs> oh, me. I'm a sick man. I feel bad, all right. Well, you better sit down in that chair, Andy. Now, about this hospital insurance, you give me $10 now, and you ain't got no more words. And here's a contract for you to sign. Yeah, but how do I know if I got to go to a hospital that you're going to be able to pay these bills? Well, tell you what I'll do. I've got an automobile. I'll put it up in the contract that you can take my car and sell it if I don't take care of the hospital. Okay, put that stuff about the car in there, and I'll take it. Here's the $10. Yeah, here, you can have the x-ray picture. Uh, get a good frame for it and set it on your dresser. Look good up there. <laughs> You was looking at a man that's on his last leg. Yeah, what's the matter? You look all right to me. Yeah, on the outside, but you ought to see me on the inside. Yeah, well, uh, there's something the matter with you on the inside. I don't know. Oh, yeah. For one thing, I got a floating banana stalk inside. <laughs> what is he talking about, Ann? Oh, my spinal column is out of shape. I got to see Walter Winchell or some of them columns. <laughs> oh, everything is wrong. Uh, how about your liver? I got that, too, with mashed potatoes. Andy, I don't think there's anything the matter with you. You ain't sick. Well, if you don't believe me, I'll take you home and show you the x-ray picture that Kingfish took of my stomach. I got it framed on my dresser. Yeah, well, I, I, I wouldn't believe anything the Kingfish tells you, though, Andy. 
Listen, if you think you are sick, why don't you get yourself checked up by a regular doctor? Amos, you is as right as two rabbits. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an appointment with a doctor right now. Well, what do you think, doctor? Well, Mr. Brown, I'd like to make a thorough examination of you myself and give you a few tests. Then I'll let you know if you need an operation. hospitalization policy, put up your automobile, and now he might need operation. Yeah, he go home into the whole deal. Well, in the smart set, Kingfish, the fashionable thing is to have the operation whether you need it or not. Jonah? Yes, oh yes. Mr. Worthington DePeister of the 125th Street DePeisters had his appendix took out twice. Twice, huh? Oh, yes. The first time he was too late for the Sunday Society column. <laughs> Do you mean to say that, uh, Henry, the operation is stylish? Oh, yes, indeed. Mr. DePeister's incision was such a curiosity that it had a cellophane window put in his shirt tail. <laughs> well, I guess that was a high-class thing for DePeister, eh? Very high-class. Even the doctor wore a sterilized tuxedo for the operation. <laughs> well, this whole mess is my fault, because if I had sense enough not to scare Andy with that x-ray of mine and tell him about Amos' kidney stone, he wouldn't have gone to the doctor in the first place. Well, if he goes to the hospital, it's no telling how long he'll be there. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, I got this contract with him. I certainly hope he gets well. Or something. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Kingfish, my advice to you is to get a good loophole lawyer. Say, that's a good idea. You know a loophole lawyer I can get? Gabby Gibson and going out of town. Well, why not go to see LaGuardia Stonewall? 
He's known as the eel of the legal profession. Hello, LaGuardia. Hi, Steve. Uh, I want to see you about a legal matter, and I understand that you was a loophole expert. Yeah, that's my specialty, Buck. It's the last client I had. I tried to get him through a loophole. Did you get him through? Everything but his neck. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you ain't too busy to handle this case for me right now. I might be. This afternoon, I got to go down and plead the case again. I've been pleading the same case every day for months and months. Hmm. Now, what is the nature of the case? I'm trying to get me a telephone. <laughs> a telephone, huh? Yeah. Must have got one. <laughs> now, excuse me, Buck. Hello? He ain't here. Goodbye. That was my wife. Uh, LaGuardia, uh, it looked like I'm going to get in some trouble, and I don't want to go to this here jail in Harlem. Oh, no worries. Skip the jail out there. I think I can get you sent direct to the penitentiary. Now, <laughs> uh, now, no, uh, look, 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 serious, Miss LaGuardia. Uh, here is a contract that I made with a, a friend for this hospitalization plan. Now, look at it and see if you can find any loopholes. Okay. Well, let me see. Mm-hmm. Well, a contract between Brown and Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a terrific loophole. Oh, great. You really got a good loophole there, huh? Oh, I'll say. With this loophole, we can make this man Stevens pay a fortune. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm Steven. Oh. <laughs> uh. Then it wouldn't be good, would it? <laughs> uh, look here, LaGuardia. Uh, 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 can't you come to no opinion on the thing? Yeah, I got an opinion. Uh, what's that? Well, uh, send this man Brown over. I'd rather handle his side of the case. <laughs> yeah, but you were handling my side of the case. Wait a minute, Bob. I got an idea. Did you have a license to sell insurance? A license? No. Well, the policy you sold wasn't legal. It won't stand up. You was in trouble for violating the law. No license. I was in trouble. Say, wait a minute. That give me an idea. I think I can handle it from here on. You see, bud? Just a little thought like that sometimes does the trick. It happened with me just last summer. The same thing. What do you mean? I had a client that wanted to get his trial over and get out of town. Now, how'd he come out? I'm happy to say that after I give him the one thought, the trial was over, and my client went down and caught the night boat for Albany. Albany, huh? Yeah, but he had to get off at Sing Sing. <laughs> come in, Kingfish. What's on your mind? Uh, Henry, uh, I just come from talking to LaGuardia Stonewall, the famous lawyer, and you was in serious trouble. How was I in trouble? How? For buying insurance from my unlicensed insurance company. Carries a two-year jail sentence. Yeah, in the eyes of the law, I was running a fraudulent insurance company. Well, wait a minute, sir. I ain't done nothing. Oh, yes, yeah, she is. Here I was running a perfectly legitimate fraudulent business till you had to step in and ruin everything. <laughs> well, wait a minute, sir. If I bought insurance from you and you didn't have no license, you was the one that's guilty. Oh, no, I ain't. You see, I plead ignorance. Yeah. Well, why can't I plead ignorance, too? Why? Because the insurance association only allows one ignorant party to a deal. <laughs> First thing you know, you'll be reading that small tape on the policy. 
I sure has gotten myself in a spot here, ain't I? Yeah, yeah. You get one good break, Doanda. Uh, here, take this. I've given you back this $10 you paid me for the premium. Do the law make you do that? No, my conscience is making me do it. You see, by giving you back the $10, it denullifies and avoids the policy, which automatically knocks another six months off your jail sentence. I'll tell you something. I certainly appreciate what you was doing for me, King Oh, don't mention it, Andy. I just wish that I had a good friend like me. <laughs> well, shake hands, Andy. We's all in the clear of each other now. Yeah, we're all in the clear, except I got to go to that doctor and find out about those tests and see if I need an operation. Yeah, well, I hope you don't, because it's going to be very expensive for you, you know. Hey, tell you what I'll do. I'll walk over there with you. Okay. <laughs> Doctor, what is your diagnosis of examination? Mr. Brown, I can give you a clean bill of health. I can find nothing wrong with you. Oh, that's great news, because I was certainly scared. Yeah, and you can't blame Andy for being scared, Doctor. Oh, uh, by the way, that uh, x-ray you brought me was not of your stomach. If you can find the man it belongs to, get him to a doctor immediately. He needs an operation for a kidney stone.
the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.